this time on whatever we want, we talk about. Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. There are time codes down in the description. If you'd like to jump around different points in the episode, we saw everything from surprise cameos to unicorns. Enjoy! Welcome back to wherever we want to review content across all memes and media, movies, TV shows, video games, and beyond to give you the most interesting behind-the-scenes insights, storytelling techniques, all that jazz, and more. We go over everything from Disney, Marvel, so we're going to get right into it. All right, well, Shazam 2 was a movie, Daniel. <laughs> it was a movie. We can technically say that. You but... freaking called me. So we saw, obviously, around different Bro. sides of the country. You called me last night, and you were just like, it sounded so, you had so much anger in your voice. You were like, do I have to stay for the post-credits? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, there are post-credits, yeah, and I would like to talk about them. And you were like, but, but, all right. But and dude, then just hung up. <laughs> but, dude, here's the thing. Right? The experience was kind of terrible for me, too. I don't know oh, if so it was. I, I thought you liked the movie. <laughs> no, no. Like, it, like the, just the viewing experience itself was, like, also Oh, why? Bad. Because there's, like, a group of teenagers behind me that, like, went shut up here and there. So, it's, like, it's, it's oh. a bad movie, sure. But you're just like, being loud the whole time, too. Like, shut up. Two. I don't know if it was, like, a watermark from the projector or something. But there's, like, two, like, blobs. It could have been what? from filming. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't think so. I didn't see that. And I was in, like, I saw an IMAX, so... Okay, so it was probably in, uh... You saw an IMAX? Yeah, dude, Why I get IMAX... Why did you see this in IMAX? Well, I get... Well, that, this is the thing. I actually... I had a good viewing experience because I usually get off work pretty late, so I scheduled an, a 9.30 screening, and I think it was, like, Dolby. But, um, hmm. I actually ended up getting off work at, like, 6, and so I looked and I... It takes me an hour to get to the theater with LA traffic. And so I was like, oh, there's a 7 p.m. showing. I can, like, go that instead. And I just booked it. I didn't even look at what it was because I get I have the AMC Stubbs thing. So I, like, it, it doesn't matter. It's just, like, all free. Like, I get three free movies a week with the subscription. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just booked that. I didn't even know it was IMAX until I walked in. And they were like, there's the IMAX theater. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't nice. intentional. It just was, like, worked out with time. But, yeah, actually leading up to the viewing experience was a little crazy because – I like left work at like six fifteen, and then had to drive an hour to the to the theater. And I got there a little earlier, like seven oh five. My screening was mm-hmm. at seven, but I hadn't eaten, so I ordered ahead to Chipotle right beside the theater, got it, and scarfed oh it down because you can't bring food into the theater. And then like ran in, and then went into the IMAX theater. My stomach was a little upset because I just like inhaled Chipotle, but I got to see the movie and get out at a decent time. So I was happy about that part. If I that's still the- got my Bucket oh of popcorn. Still popcorn. Oh, yeah, you went last yeah. night. I forgot. I was like, what? Because yeah, I went two so, days ago. And it's, and it's funny you say that because, yes, I did go last night. You want to know the funny story about it, though? Nope. All right, moving on. I'm just kidding. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, you texted me like, hey, so you seeing a late viewing because you wanted the game last night. When you first texted me that, I was, like, in my flow state at work. Uh-huh. Or just working. I, and I totally forgot that I needed to go. Like, I literally That's why I did not want you. to see the movie so much. I forgot to. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm literally about to go see it. And I, like, checked on the yeah. <laughs> on my phone. That's exactly me, I why like, I texted you. Because <laughs> I knew started, you'd probably forget to see it. <laughs> dude, it started at, like, 8.30. And, like, it was, like, 8.28 at that time. I'm like, okay, I gotta go now. And thank you, God, you like, trailers you texted me that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, by the time I walked into the theater, it, like, just started with, like, I saw, like, the Warner Brothers. Actually, no, it was, like, AMC Theaters Lady. And then it was... Nicole uh, And then it was the Warner Brothers <laughs> AMC thing. Theaters yeah. Lady. <laughs> that's how yeah. she's, she's been demoted <laughs> heavily. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I actually... Because I scarfed down Chipotle, I also... But also because of trailers, I was, like, still on time, even though my yeah, I nice. showed up late to my screening. I oh, knew oh. you would have forgot. <laughs> yeah, sorry. One more What's thing. Up? The theater that I was in, too... Because, like, like, you know, there's, like, the different size ones that the AMC uh-huh. can't build. 
uh, it was Theater 8, which is, like, the half one. So uh-huh. that just made it even worse, because, like, everyone uh, else was, like, closer. Yeah. And then I was just like, I don't want people to see me watching this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see, I don't want anyone that, that I know to show up. So it sounds like you didn't so, yeah. like the movie, is what Dude, I'm hearing. it was so, okay, so let me get this, let me say the good things about first, okay? The CGI <laughs> was, it was working for most of it, honestly. There were a few moments I was like, what? Were, like some of the, the unicorn contact shadows on the ground? Yeah, I was like, what? I don't know. <laughs> but I was thinking about like, I was constantly comparing it to Black Widow. Oh, gosh. Which already okay. says something about the movie. But yeah. actually, let me ask you, which one would you rather watch? Black Widow or this? See, I have good memories tied to Black Widow because I went to it with a girl at a drive-in. So That's right. So you didn't even watch it. You just Yeah, so maybe I would say Black Widow just so I can remember the plot. <laughs> so I would go and like actually see oh. it. On no, honestly 100%, I would 100% watch Black Widow before this, like all jokes aside. I am I was actually wrote that I think I'd be 100% okay if I never saw this movie ever again in my entire life. Agreed. And also I don't know if I should probably tell the audience this, but I've never seen the first Shazam. I forgot and about that. Oh my god! So I'm going into this with a different perspective. But even why did with you that, watch the first one? Because I want why? What is it going to add? Okay, it's 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 a freaking movie about family. They literally ripped. I like the, the movie, family aspect they of it. Ripped, well, yeah, but don't rip off literally Fast and the Furious and then claim that in the freaking movie. Like I watched all the Fast and Furious movies. Well, it's, it's funny because he's saying it to that family. girl. And she was she was in Fast and Furious, like the villain. It's like he's saying it oh, to she her. Was? Yeah, like I the main that. villain that he's literally saying that to. She's in the Fast and Furious movies. That's like the joke. Oh, okay. You can't say the main villain, Jake, because the main villain changes oh, throughout. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That also very much annoyed me. All the flip flopping and yeah, oh, flip flopping with villains. What about your MacGuffins? What about? Oh yeah, the oh. apple to the staff to the to I the don't know, staff Skittles. again. I don't know to the Skittles <laughs> to the tree. Yeah. To- yeah. It's it, we're all over the place. I just want to give my overall quick thoughts. Like going into mm-hmm. this, I was not looking forward to this. Like I think it was possibly my least anticipated movie of 2023. I think we said that. I think like because my bar was so low, I'm like it was okay. Like it's like a serviceable movie. It's nothing blew me away like at all. I think good things. The family dynamic was good. I enjoyed that. The like action was pretty meh, and there were like a ton, a ton of cheesy moments. What's it with our boys and older women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, those are kind of just my overall initial thoughts. It still wasn't like a great movie, and I probably will never watch this again. It also just feels weird because like we know everything's resetting, so it's just like, what's the point? Like, I, exactly. That's why I was like, <laughs> that's when I called you. I'm like, do the Easter eggs or the cut scenes at the end even mean anything? Like, why? Well, We're they're bringing the peacemaker people over. I think so. Maybe but why? Because it's it James missed. Gunn's creation. But yeah, why they bring? I don't know the Justice Society and everything. We'll get to all that, Daniel. Let's run through like the uh, the characters. The so, Caterpillar Man. The Caterpillar. Well, that's the thing. The Caterpillar. So you said you didn't see the first one. The funny thing is, the Caterpillar Man. Like that was the post credits of the first one. Literally, like the exact same thing. Like in a cell. That's why he's like, it took two years to come back. It's because the first one, the post credits set up the Caterpillar Man. But then the second movie, like Shazam Two, they didn't acknowledge it at all. So there, he came back. And he's like, where were you? <laughs> It'd be so funny if in the reset that there's just nothing that <laughs> like like that whole line with the Caterpillar just cut. So we just got those two little freaking scenes of. 
the caterpillar man and is that yeah. dr hugo strange in there like what the, who's that guy i think no that was the first villain that was the villain of the first one oh he's not he's okay. not strange or hugo strange he's the strange guy he said doctor but... and i was like and he had like the you know bald and beard i don't like, think kinda... so at least i think he's the villain from the first one like you we saw the flashback like where shazam like broke the thing he was the guy on the other side of that i'm pretty sure i see i see okay yeah but like uh, there was a lot of characters in this like a lot of characters like one would argue and i me i'm one would argue too much i am it's, Neo, it's, the one oh <laughs> uh, dude like here's the thing right you can have large team stuff work, like obviously, like Endgame. I'm thinking Endgame, which is like the ultimate, like big team, like oh, it's like yeah. the fate of the world. But you have stuff, right? Like, but it's managed of right. Supporting that. Well, not years, even that. Like, even yeah. if even if you just saw the movie itself, like it was still managed right. You know, yeah. with how, how you're managing like time with people and like what it's you're also tr- tough like, because like it's almost like it's doubling the cast with the kids because you have the kids actors. Like when they're kids, but also they're the same characters, but as adults. So it's sort of like less characters, but it feels like double because you have like two sets of actors playing the young kids and then the superhero kids. Yeah. Except for what was it, Mia, Mary, whatever. Is she actually? Was? was there two actors for that, or was it the same? I could. She looked. I, could, I thought she was the very same. Very similar. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, is I mean, she says she's eighteen, so I guess it would make sense for her to be. Like once I don't you know. turn eighteen, you're just when you become Shazam, you just become yourself, but. Like with a suit on, <laughs> I guess. Like you just like he's no longer up, a kid. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's what, that was one of my big issues. Is like I think I said this in the first one. Like I think the and I, now that you've seen a little bit, like I think maybe we could relate to that. But like I think <sighs> the young kid Shazam, like Billy Batson, is literally an adult. So like him becoming older Shazam is just him becoming like an older adult. Like the young kid Shazam, I feel like there's some disconnect. Like Zachary Levi's like, oh, I'm a kid. I'm going to go to the pediatrician and get like therapy and stuff. I'm trying to keep it together. But then like, he's all frantic, like trying to be like kid energy. And then when it's like Billy Batson, like the teen, he's just like, like sad and like an angsty, like way more chill teen. And I feel like there's a disconnect. Like, Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I agree with that. I don't feel, I don't believe that like when Billy Batson grows up, he's becoming Shazam. It feels like a different, character and i don't think I, it's the fault of either actor i just don't think they're working i don't think together. there's synergy there like with how they yeah. were planning on portraying it which is fine but you know it's it still kind of sucks a lot it's and not really I, fine it's the main it's, po- yeah like, it's not actually i don't know why movie. i said that <laughs> <laughs> i think i just did the casual like like you know when like you say it's fine but like really but nothing's not fine, really fine. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah um you know what pissed me off the most? I like Zachary Levi, like, as a person. What, what, what? Yeah, yeah, no, he's great as a person. Really funny guy, but, like, just and the, a decent I'm, job, I'm sorry. But, but the, this this movie is... Uh, I think, sorry, just before we move on from Billy Batson, like, I, I do like this core that Billy is trying to hold on to everything because the first one, a big part of it was, like, he was left as an orphan as a kid. And so this one, it's a good continuation. It makes sense that, like, he's trying to... But what's our logline, Jake? To friends and everything. What's, what's the movie's logline? What is the logline? It's uh, a boy that can become a, a man superhero, fights a dragon, and many MacGuffins with Steve the Pen as the sidekick. Honestly. Steve Soul. was my favorite part. Wow. Actually, no. I, Freddy- I, I'm Warner Brothers. I'm giving you however much money, millions that need, needed to be what to make this. What was the budget? Shazam 2. Oh, my God. Budget. It all went to the CGI and not the writing. I can tell you that. $125 million, which is $25 million higher than his predecessors. 
Wait, wait, wait. Opening in 4,000 theaters, the superhero sequel will likely struggle to reach a $30 million debut. That is bad. Oh, my gosh. Why can't I be given that much money and make a piece of shit? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Um, Yeah, I just... And I feel like... I think the um the closest like connection that I like bought but from like young kid actor to old superhero actor was the was young Freddy? girl. No, I oh. think the the young girl like sh- the actress that played her when she became like a superhero was like really like a young like sweet innocent girl. And, like, sometimes a little over the top but I I like bought it that time. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I agree with that. But yeah, I liked Freddy a lot actually speaking of. Yeah. I think he was my favorite part of this this film. Yeah, I I <sighs> I can't play favorites with levels so low on this. I just can't. It's <laughs> like saying like evil. <laughs> oh my god! It's like me rating my favorite kind of shit. Like it's shit. You know, <laughs> it's <laughs> no. But Dan, you know that the kind where it's like it's just like plops out and then you have to no wipe. Like no, it's just I'm not, magic. I'm not, no, I'm not. I'm not That's getting into ready. this. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, okay, but you know what? You know what pissed me off the most in this entire movie? What? Anne or Anna, whatever her really? name was. Really? Yes. Why? I like oh the Freddy Ann relationship. Why? Because I just I, I always I'm with my sisters and I'm planning on growing back in my garden. But actually, <laughs> she I'm just gonna, missed like, the garden, <laughs> dude. She's out of nowhere. She's like, "All oh, this boy's showing me affection. Oh, that gets my six thousand year old bussy wet." Okay. Oh, that's so, that's yeah. Yeah, she did kind of lose sight of everything. Yes. That's like the yeah. She's like the the opposite anti omni man like omni man like makes sense where he's like this girl's like my wife is like a pet to me more because i'm like a, a god it's almost like it makes logical sense about the correlation of that kind of character's perspective yeah but i always i as I, they're in the world i, I hear you i totally oh. totally hear you i personally really like a, a good like underdog like the nerd gets the no. girl story no. like i just like that at a base level no base level so, sure fine you know megan fox yeah. and, and same what wiki sure but hear me out Okay. No. Because <laughs> this was so freaking forced. Every scene that you I saw Freddy, he was like, okay. Oh, woman. Woman. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I disagree with that. I don't think it was that bad at all. I feel like every time I saw him or her, they're, they're either like thinking about each other or like, he, like they're you doing do things. That's what you do when you that... like someone. What? <laughs> Why is there that subplot? There's no point in it. Especially no, when I he's like trying it. To... I think... You already set up the subplot of him trying to find his own identity away from the family and be able to do what he wants to do. Yeah, that's what that... I wish they I wish no. they would have like dived into that more. Like I wish that that's one thing I really liked about Freddy. Like that, like you said, like he um had that arc of kind of like wanting to like he had he had something there like i want to be the, my own man but not but even then, just that but he i think he they were kind of touching upon how he doesn't like who he is as like the disabled kid when he's not in superhero form so he's like trying to run away to be be the superhero like as much as he can possibly be like especially without the family i wish they like kind of dove into that more and i think they were trying to like touch upon that and like Anne kind of brought that out of him and i like the actress that played Anne, like rachel zegler she was in West Side Story, and she's also playing the Snow White in the in the live action remake mm-hmm. next year. But yeah, I don't know. There were like I like also that Freddy was like really strong mentally and like could resist the dragon and chaos and stuff. Um, I wish they just flesh it out a little further. There were again too many characters that like I feel like none of them got time to shine. I think this would have been the perfect opportunity to let Shazam die because like they're resetting the universe. 
Yeah. Anything. Like, you think why that, but I thought they were no. going to go that way. And then freaking... Wonder Woman comes in and gives everybody powers back and gives a freaking god that's a higher level than her her powers back, apparently, because apparently this is a magical capability to restore the wand or the staff. I kind of right. liked Wonder Woman's inclusion. It also is also good I liked her in the dream. Her last inclusion was not Wonder Woman 1984 now. It's this, which I don't yeah. know which is worse, but. I don't know. <laughs> sure. All right, let's talk about the other villains, the villains briefly. The villains were kind of like pretty lackluster in my mind. Like they you knew their motives, which I always say is a mark of a true villain when you can understand like why they want something. But mm-hmm. like they very clearly spelled it out, like that analogy with like if a robber would steal your stuff and then they drop it, the neighbor picks it up is everything okay? And I was like, you know, that makes sense. Like, I understand why they want the powers back, but it just still was just so bland and like, and kind of just cliche that I was like, whatever, man. Like, I just did not care for these villains too much. And again, they set up the caterpillar at the end of the last one. I was like, where's that guy? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I did. I don't even know that, but I, I totally agree with the, the villains. The sisters were very guard. Also, I feel like their acting was the worst. Like, the absolute worst. Especially when they were really? interacting with each other. Like, uh, oh, it, yes, yeah. sisters! We are going to plant the seed. But sister, wait! Why don't we take revenge instead? Yeah, I think all the monologuing, like, really killed all of the... Like, there was a lot of just, like, standing around talking in this movie. Which kind of, like, killed all the momentum that... Like, that any that was building. Like, for example, the one that comes to mind that you just reminded me. Like, when... Like, there's the the final third act finale when, like, the dome is really small around the Philly Stadium. And then, like, the dragon and Shazam are, like, in the same place. Then Shazam, like, flies down and talks to his family for, like, five minutes. And I'm like, yeah. why is the dragon just, like... He already did this! And then he walks down, the dragon's just waiting for patiently for him. I'm like, why is the dragon, like, yeah. not attacking you? Like, why is... Why was the... The villain, like, let him say goodbye to his family. It was just, like, patiently waiting. I was like, what is that? <laughs> Plus, you already had your goodbye earlier, at, like, in the parking lot thing or on it. So, like, why? Yeah. Why? And also, like, why? The, the, like, spacing, spatial, whatever continuity didn't seem to make sense. Because, like, the scene before they drive up and, like, they're at the Philly Stadium. Like, all of them were on the unicorns in, like, a completely different part of Philly. And then all of a sudden, they're, like, by the stadium. And I'm like, what? But, uh... My favorite character is probably Steve because he literally couldn't say shit. Which one's like, Steve? The fucking pen. Oh, the pen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like Steve. That's the only likable character in this. Yeah. I think Um, speaking of – we were talking about Wonder Woman earlier. I think there were a few other cameos that I thought were pretty interesting that I clocked. Um, So – Right mm-hmm. when the like monsters are being birthed from like the tree roots and like chaos mm-hmm. is happening around town. First of all, that whole thing was like what? Like another army of like so, monsters, whatever. Yeah, like it was just whatever. Fan Menace style. Whenever they the, the lady died. Yeah, but um. Anyways, that when that happened, I think one of the first people that got like, I think he got picked up by like one of the flying ones was mm-hmm. um. I'm like 99% sure it was David F. Sandberg, the director. Of, of this and the reason I recognized him is because he was on VFX Artist React on Corridor so I like saw him and I was like oh shoot like that's the director and I looked him up and I'm like 99% sure it was him it was a really quick shot so I'd have to double check yeah. but I think that and also I think the guy that was in like the very weirdly red and yellow shirt was the first Shazam from like the TV show back in the day mm. J- Jackson uh, Bostwick you know when like Shazam gets hit by the dragon, like, hits his head in the car and then stands up and there's, like, a bunch of people that are, like, cheering for yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that was Jason, or Jackson 
Boswick. And uh, he actually, I looked him up because I was like, is that him? And I was like looking him up. He he was born in Carlisle, PA. So I was like, what? That's cool. Oh, it's like where we're from. So yeah. Why is Shazam um, so local? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, for real. Maybe that's why it's in Philly because they're like, we got to respect the original Shazam or something. Uh, speaking of, let's talk about all the like Philly references because I was like, yeah, PA represent. Yeah. I mean, there was the, they, they have you know, that like when they do the Fast and Furious moment, they're at a cheesesteak like place mm-hmm. so i was like yeah philly cheesesteak i mean the philly stadium of course and i saw they had the first shot of the philly stadium that we saw there was like a yingling logo mm-hmm. along the bottom and i was like yes yingling and I, that actually like made me so happy and like brought my movie going experience up just slightly the thought of yingling <laughs> um, nice yeah and then okay what was that first bridge that like collapsed in the movie oh yeah the like is it the ben franklin or thomas Jefferson i think it bridge? was some no, famous was old guy bridge yeah yeah there's like that one shot with like the the capital of uh philly or like the not the capital philly because capital pennsylvania is in Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the one building where the, this oh god they the have, like, like the, main building i don't yeah yeah, yeah. It's like they have the statue and there's like the gold dome base and then it's like really tall and the way you get there is like it goes like the street goes like this. I think it's Broad it's like Street. Is that on around. Broad Street? I think so. I haven't been to Philly in a while. Yeah, I think that's Broad Street. Like, but like you know what I'm talking streets. about, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah the, I know. Yeah. Um, what is the purpose of that building again? What do they do there? It's like legal stuff. Um, a purpose right? is it's to stop rain from falling on you so okay. you're inside. I don't know. That's, Dude, that's I don't know what I needed during this. That's what I needed during this movie. Honestly, rain? I need something to catch all the BS rain that was uh, raining down. I thought you were saying like you wanted it to rain in the theater so that you could like your emotional state could like match how match. you were feeling. Honestly, like, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted him to lean into Philly more. Like he leaned into it enough, but I was like, I want him yeah. to like grab the Liberty Bell by like a chain and like whack whack the dragon with <laughs> yeah, it like a, ding. like a mace that would have been so sick yeah like, that would have been cool so yeah. yeah i don't know i think the first one again you haven't seen the first one i think a lot of the charm of the first one was like oh he's a kid who's got superpowers and so he's like let's do all the things adults can do that kids can't do like let's uh let's get beer like they do that in the first one and i think there's like a little like there's some charm to it and i think this one it's like all right they've been doing it for a few years it's old news like let's just go 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 and it just felt like ah i kind of lost a little bit of that charm of the first one in my mind yeah no i I can agree to that i think there were the family moments i did like a lot of that like a a lot of the dynamic between the heroes and like the foster parents i got a little emotional when he called her mom i was like oh that's cool yeah it wasn't like super hard hitting but like it was enough that i was like you know what that's something decent out of everything else that's happening in this movie so (laughs) that's something else i was waiting for was just the mom out of nowhere be like Oh, mijo. You know, just, okay. it's, it's had that energy. Like, I was thinking, like, Riverdale the whole time. Because that's, like, one of the one of the funny tropes that me and James talk about when it came to that show. Because uh-huh. it was the one dad that's always like, oh, mija. You know, it's like, it's like the, it's just the thing he says. That's, like, daughter or son. Um, uh-huh. So I was expecting her to be, like, I don't know, let's pay aside, pull that out. But uh, there's something else, too. There's, like, the, there, I was making literal jokes in my head of, like, what <laughs> I would say to you. Uh, as things, oh, so like when they're driving the van, right, and they drive over the Minotaur, I'm like, huh, that's what you, I call ground beef, you know? Like, I was literally thinking <laughs> wow. stuff like that. <laughs> what if, like, they said that, like, as they do it, like, the dad, like, leans I would have walked and... out. <laughs> Dude, he should, he would have gotten uh, laid so hard that night if he said that. <laughs> uh, uh, I also think, I don't know if you thought this in your experience, speaking of just, like, movie, the experience, but, like, 
I was in IMAX, like I said, so the music was very loud and prominent. And like, I mean, all the sound yeah. was. But I felt like the the music again. I don't know if it was because it was IMAX. This is what I want to gauge if you felt this way too. But like, I felt like the music was very much used as like a crutch. Like, no joke yes. intended with Freddie and everything. But like, I no very I, much intended. I think they relied on it like too much. Like instead of like supporting impactful moments, it was like you being used to tell me like what emotion to feel in this moment. Cause like, I feel like the story wasn't doing that well enough on its own. I don't know. Yes. And that's why I said very much intended. Cause it's like, it's, I felt like they knew that their writing was so bad. Like that, that you, ha you have to know, you have to know. So you're going to have to try to force it or try to try to do something to bring that quality back in a way, but it like, uh -huh. it didn't work out. So it's like, like a bandaid solution kind of thing. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Like even in the beginning when they're, when they're doing, I need a hero. They started off the song. Yeah. They cut out of it. Yeah, that was just, like, weird. And then they, and cut, then they back cut back to into it. it. I'm like, why maybe, would maybe, you do maybe, that? maybe like the song isn't long enough to stretch the whole sequence. So they were like, we gotta cut it up somehow. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I. Yeah, I like that first sequence though, like establishing that they're like well-oiled, not well-oiled, but just like superhero team. They've been doing it for a while on the bridge. Um, like it was, it was okay. It just felt like it was just random events. They weren't like working together as a team, which I guess was like the point. But like the one was like we spent a lot of time on the guy that was like trying to mend the on the bridge. I'm talking about to mend the oh uh, oh yeah, yeah the, like the, the cables. Wires, the cables, yeah, the cables yeah. to the bridge, and then like it. Like we spent like a lot of time on that, and then like it led to nothing because they just all broke and the bridge fell. Which like yeah, I don't well know. that's a, that's the thing too, right? I'm trying to think about it logistically. Like they didn't cause the breaking of the bridge, and they saved everybody, and then the city still shits on them. I yeah, feel that's, like that's like Spider-Man's thing. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, but like, but he has someone with an agenda against him, like J. Jonah Jameson. I don't know yes. who who's the they Philly representative. The, the who's know? the Philly representative that's against the? Freaking Team Shazam, whatever they're called. Team Friendship. I just the watched Philly Puss in Boots fiascos. again last night, so that's stuck in my head. Philly Fiascos. Yeah. This movie is a fiasco. <laughs> it's a d disaster. Uh -huh. Huh. No. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, also, what what's going on with the door thing? Was that in the first movie? I don't remember. I, I honestly don't remember. Also, yeah, there was that literally, secret library all of a sudden. I'm going to take my vacation at the library. Literally, that happened, and I was like... So we're stealing from Monsters Inc. now too. Like I think that might on? have been in the first one, but they didn't like explore it at all. And this one just kind—it of, kind of felt like a cheap plot device where they could just get to the at daughters of Atlas. At yeah. Will. Um, yeah, and then the random ass library with Steve. Steve, that's the game of Steve. So I can't complain. Um, no, I can complain. <laughs> I like Steve. Um, I did like that. There were I, there were some good humor moments. There was like a lot, and some of it didn't land, but a lot of it I thought was decent it was maybe too much like a little heavy-handed but like i did like the the gag of like this this letter this steve this pen is writing everything they say so that like when like yeah, no, the that was super serious villain is just reading it out it's just like a transcript of everything that's happening in that room like oh that's good like yeah keep going and now you need to come and save whatever and like i liked all that stuff but um, also with that there's like the moments where you have like freddie and the wizard and they're like oh your knees crack too much yeah like you know Where'd that, that come, come from? from? And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. then you gotta have Freddy like literally rolling around, making so much noise, but the scissors don't hear, because you know, or when they try to exit through the one door, and the one sister's walking through the app in the first place. Yeah, and, like literally, the, uh, the sound editing was making it sound like they were stomping so freaking loud, and it's just like, how does she not hear them? Yeah, I mean they are like thousands of years old. Maybe their ears aren't what they used to be. <sighs> I don't know. But no, I totally get that. So also, let me get this straight, right? 
when they went to the library, they explained the garden and the dragon thing, right? I think so. And they're like, a lot kind of it was of. exposition heavy in that. Yes, and it was very again, there bad were so many characters sense. like talking. They were trying to get through it quick. Where they were like, "This person knows this bit of information." This person, and they were like bouncing off each other. And I was just like, "I'm not really tracking this." Like, I didn't know the apple was important until she grabbed it and it became gold. And I was like, "Yes, oh, okay." <laughs> I thought like, he just had this random apple. The apple? <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm like, "Is is this the safe place? This is literally just a random ass apple." Are there not more in your private garden? Like, is that legitimately yeah. a thing? Like, and I was like, okay, that's good to know, I guess. It like, gives you regen for a few seconds. I know that. Yeah, so that's <laughs> it. <laughs> also, the way, dude, the way, this isn't like a bad note. I just. Something I, in the way. Well, no, something in the earth or sea. Because once he planted the seed and like pushed oh. it through the ground. Yeah. The CGI there was like a little bit wonky, but I'm like, damn, she really just like did that. <laughs> yeah. Just go sorry, I was talking about the jokes and the cheesy bits. This this was one of my complaints of the last one. Like I feel like this is superhero movies, like a lot of kids are going to watch this whatever. I felt like it was very cheesy with the comedy, but then like there were deep themes and like horrifying creature design. Like the creatures were like pretty like gross to look Dude, at. But, when, and I was like you see like the birth quote, quote, of the unicorn? Yeah. I was like, what audience is this for? Like, it, like the, I feel like kids would like, I was a little freaked out by like all the creature design. It was pretty cool, like from a design standpoint, but I was like, oh my gosh. And then like all the jokes stuff, I was like, the, we were on like two ends of the spectrum on the same movie and it just felt like it didn't know yeah, what it was, very it was weird. doing. And that's how I felt with yeah. the first one with like the seven deadly sins. The design was like really out there. Like they really pushed for that, but like it didn't feel like it necessarily fit in the tone. It was the seven deadly sins for the first one. Yeah. Yeah, they're like That's gray just... monster, gray gl- globbly monsters, and it's really bad design in my mind. That's just I I don't even I don't even see it. That just made it. That literally just took my expectations of the first one <laughs> even lower. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, man. Oh my god! Next um, you're gonna tell me that that that. Oh my god! I don't even know, dude. I don't know what else can make that worse. I don't even remember anything about the first one besides that. I did like the VFX for when the girl was like doing all the doctor strange stuff and like moving all the buildings and stuff she was really freaking powerful like that she was did, she did that too often though not very yeah right. that's the thing i think it was a little overused um they said hey we figured out this process let's keep on using it because you know our vfx artists it looked you know, cool was, it, i honestly didn't mind cool. too much i liked it when she was like getting shot with the i really like the use of it they used when she was like the other sister turned and was like trying to just take her powers away and she like whisked herself away i thought that was a really cool shot um but then like the beam found her anyways whatever yeah uh, even though in, like every other shot where like they use the beam to like take the powers away from one of the shazam fam it was shazam fam that's so cool they, they were able to dodge <laughs> you know shafam shafam shazam yeah um shafam fam fam what do you think of the the dragon uh cgi was cool dragon d's balls across your face uh very not necessary yeah i feel like i when i saw it in the trailer i thought it was gonna be like maybe like a second act like minor villain i didn't realize it was gonna be like the main bad at by like for like the entire third act i don't know i I, that's just maybe my expectations like we gotta blow it up like yeah it was cool it was made of wood it was funny like that's a serious design flaw with the fire and stuff i was like yeah that's funny um but again i feel like that's something that like the kid, like, I would never say, like, the kid of Shazam would never be like, that's a design flaw, like, all, blah, blah, blah. like, he just seems so much more chill than, like, Zachary Levi, like, bubbly superhero. 
I'm not arguing that at this point. I'm just, at that point, Jake, I was just sitting there eating my popcorn saying, what else is going to happen? Because yeah. honestly, that third act kept on going and going and going. I know and going. the unicorn, the taste of rainbow came out of nowhere. But that I did, I thought that was funny when you just threw him up. I was like, this cannot work, and it worked. But I thought, I wonder, yeah. I wonder either how much Skittles paid for that or how much well, that's that's they the thing, paid dude, Skittles for that. One of the teenagers <laughs> behind me, I told you about, uh, uh-huh. when when she fed the unicorns, right? Um, the guy behind me was like, oh, watch now, they're gonna start changing colors because they're black they're gonna start changing colors to be the rainbow and i'm like honestly that would have <laughs> been a cool visual yeah but also very dumb so if they did that would have made that a lot worse but like he said it and with how the movie was going i would not have been surprised yeah i was honestly I straight up would not have been surprised <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like this was this was doomed to st- from the start since they had already announced they were resetting the dcu I really pray they don't bring any of these characters over. I think the kids are too old now. That was, like, one of my biggest things. Yes. Would you want a Shazam 3 if this universe was not about to be reset? I didn't want a Shazam 1. Yeah, same. Say, okay, so but here's, no. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I could have used a Shazam 1 if they did Billy Batson properly. You didn't right? watch Shazam 1. What do you mean? <laughs> but that's my point. I didn't watch it because I didn't even need, like, I didn't need to because of how many times I've heard that is, like, terrible, a bad movie, and I, there's no need to watch it because it doesn't even connect to any of the other DCEU stuff at the time. So, my point is, is I'm thinking again to, like, Billy from, like, other comic storylines or, like, from different media, like, animation or games. Dude, Billy from the Injustice universe became like the moral compass that people relied on until he freaking Superman murdered him. Yeah. So it's it like, yeah. The first Shazam got 90% of Rotten Tomatoes, I just saw. What All was right. the the Metacritic or what was the... the well, viewer? that was the critic score. The audience score is 82%. Audience, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think, like I said, the first one has a lot of charm where it's like, he's just a kid. They have like this whole training montage sequence where like Freddy's like filming him on his phone. Like, let's see what powers you have. And they go through all these tests and he's like, it's, it's funny. Like there's some good moments, but I just think this one, I actually want to see what it is. What's on Shazam 2, what it's on at Rotten Tomatoes right now. It is at 54%. Wait, what? For uh critic, but 86 audience? It's higher audience than Shazam 1? I don't believe that. Daniel, I think we've become too critical. I think we're more agreeing with critics now these days than no, audience t- members. No, Jake, it's not even that. Because like, I feel like the target audience here is different than us. I think that's the core of it. I don't but, know the target well, audience because like, there's all the kid jokes, but then there's like the horror monsters. Like, I don't know what's I'm happening. Gonna, I'm just going to say, Jake, it's not us. It is not us. It's never our <laughs> fault. Yeah, what else? I think there were maybe like a few things I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, post-credits, the Justice Society. Um, maybe that's how they were planning. Why is he on... shooting lightning at bottle cans out of random gas stations in the middle of nowhere? Maybe is that the, his like, secret No, I think, secret I think they were t- told they were going to meet there, so I think he was waiting for them. I see. But maybe uh, that's, who, that's how they were going to connect Black Adam to him because they – the Justice Society, like, was in Black Adam, so maybe that's how they were going to tr- tie those two together if this universe wasn't about to be reset. Yeah, uh, what else, what else? Um, such a mad movie, in my opinion. I feel like the only other superhero family movies are, like, The Incredibles and Fat- Fantastic Four, and, like, that. this is nowhere near that, so knowing that, I'm just like, bleh. Um, oh, Spider-Man yeah. is more of a family movie 
than than yeah. this with like Aunt May and all that. Like, dude, ugh. My last thing, my fa- it's bad, but my favorite part of my Shazam movie experience was seeing the TMNT trailer before, because I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I didn't even to- get that because I showed up late. I know, dude. <laughs> but like, it was cool to see that in IMAX, dude. It was like, whoa. Yeah, I bet. Like, dude, that would have been dope. No IMAX, Daniel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, also, The Little Mermaid. I saw a trailer for that, the live action. And I just, I really like those songs. And Ariel's my first crush, so I hope that's good. Uh, anyways, anything else you want to talk about Shazam before we jump in the next segment? Uh, I feel like we need to like move on. I just before need, we I need, I need a memory. I need like a Call we, of Duty. Uh, what was it? Black Ops. Pass like, Memory wipe. Yeah. Like, like just freaking brainwash me. Get, get that, get that removed. What are the numbers? What do they mean, Mason? They mean. Yeah. The Shazam movie's gone from my brain. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, ready for TTTT? Yeah. All right, this is actually a pretty serious one. Um, did you know that the songwriter for Beauty and the Beast passed away before the movie was released? Really? Yeah, so Howard Ashman was the songwriter responsible for bringing a taste of Broadway to Disney's animated movies that literally like kicked off the Disney Renaissance. He wrote the iconic songs for The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and some of Aladdin. But while in the middle of production... Um, in the middle of production on The Little Mermaid, he was diagnosed with AIDS, uh, but he kept working. He actually finished the songs for that, for Beauty and the Beast, and was part of the way through the songs of Aladdin when he passed away. Um, he never got to see Beauty and the Beast or Aladdin. He passed away like eight months before Beauty and the Beast release, but at the end of final credits of Beauty and the Beast, the film was dedicated to him, and it reads, To our friend Howard, who gave a mermaid her voice and a beast his soul, we will be forever grateful. And just as someone who has been touched and impacted by Howard's work, like an entire generation later, I wanted to thank him for that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. All right. Um, ready for patron? Well, you gotta, I kind of got my own. It's not TTT, but it's also a memorial kind of thing in a way. Oh, okay. Because uh, there's a famous actor and voice oh, actor yeah. that also just passed away yesterday. Um, Lance Riddick. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's it's R-E, so I don't know if it's Riddick or Riddick. I've always Reddick. said just... I always just say Riddick. He was like 62. Yeah, he was 60. He passed away for... No, he was just 60. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, very sad. Uh, my my favorite work that he was in was always the Destiny franchise. I was, I've was i been playing Destiny since like D1, uh, day one. So, and he, he... For Jake, for your reference, he was like the, the leader of like humanity pretty much. Oh, wow. So, yeah, seeing him pass is like a very very sad thing but it's also very nice and heartwarming seeing like a lot of like community members yeah from like people that enjoyed a lot of his different media like come together and and uh you know memorialize him in a way yeah some, some of the things they've been rest doing in so peace. yeah rest in peace ready for um this is a weird pivot but patron shout outs yeah. i guess <laughs> yeah sure All All right. Right. <laughs> Uh, Thank you guys for your money now. Yeah. Epic Stars, Boosh, we got Patreon, Lori, Frank, Rick, Lisa, Evan, Tony. Thank you so much for watching the tier. Thank you to the shout outs. Like support us over on Patreon. Link is down in the description. Get the audio episode early, special blends, cool perks, a lot of jazz, and more. Thank you seriously, sincerely to our Patreon supporters. Ready for cool comments? Uh, Yeah, we got this time. So this is actually really funny. Like on our If Puss in Boots 2 Doesn't Win an Oscar, I Quit 2023 Oscar Predictions episode, I literally. Like, that was a couple, like, a month ago when the Oscars were announced, and the Oscars have happened since then. Like, literally, I was watching the Oscars, and the moment that Pinocchio won, like, and Puss in Boots lost the animated feature Oscar, 
like two minutes later, I got a notification, like an email. It's like, someone comments in your video. And I looked and it was someone said it didn't win Lamau. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, so, <laughs> so they were waiting to see if it was instantly it commented. And then, I yeah. guess. I don't know. But it was just like so oh, instantaneous. Um, but I, I just want to actually briefly talk about the Oscars. Uh, any mm-hmm. thing, any highlights or Oscar upsets you? We're like, whoa. We're like, man. Nobody just... got slapped this time, man. I know. Like... I did like all the jokes with like the, the, the one at the end where it's like years, Oscars without any incidents. And he flipped it to one. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I think I saw a pretty funny interview with like Seth Rogen. It's, it was like a little like, I don't know. But so All Quiet on the Western Front like won a bunch. It's like a German film. And, yeah. and Seth Rogen, I saw like on an interview the next day was like talking about how he felt like a little weird because he was there with like, um, Steven Spielberg, who's Jewish, and like he was like, the Germans are like beating us at every category. This seems like a little repeat of history, <laughs> kind of like bad situation going on. Oh my god, um, that's pretty funny. But yeah, my highlight, I think the, my favorite moment of all the Oscars was Harrison Ford presenting Best Picture to Everything Everywhere All at Once, and then him and Ki Hui Kwan like hugging yep. like that was I could watch that forever. That was so like so him tender. with Indiana Jones in short yeah. short round. So pure, Ford so happy. Yeah, and then so Ki Hui Kwan winning best supporting actor and Brendan Fraser winning best actor. I did like that. The dream like we talked about on that last episode. Yep. I'm sure also Austin Butler will have plenty of other chances to win. Yeah, unless he becomes like the next Leonardo DiCaprio, where he just keeps getting snubbed or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was everything I had about the Oscars. Any other final wrap-up thoughts for you? No, I didn't really watch it. I saw, like, the key moments there. Hacky. Um, but, uh... <laughs> All right. Ready for the introduction? Yeah. yeah, tell me when. When. We just talked about what we want to talk about. Now we're done. Thank God. Blah. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for <laughs> listening. Really, really appreciate it. We'll be back next time. I think we have... An animation going back to the animation episode next week we're doing like yep. a bracket where we're so we talked about the best first films now we're gonna go through and decide what's the best film from each studio and then ultimately put them against each other and determine what the best film is yes so subscribe for that we'll be back next time goodbye goodbye